News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Developers and even the Taoiseach have singled out the not in my backyard building objectors as a key reason for the slow delivery of homes amid a housing crisis. But is that a fair accusation? We're joined by Director of Moto Architects, Alfonso Benilla. Um, Alfonso, are NIMBYs part of the problem, do you think? Good morning. Uh, well, I think we have to put this into context. Um, and according to this article that I contributed to yesterday by Killing Woods from the Business Post and research from the Dublin Democratic Planning Alliance, there is about 51,000, uh, a few more, I think 51,400 homes with full planning permission. So this actually means hundreds of planning applications with full grants of planning, not delayed by objections or observations or judicial reviews that are simply imaginary housing schemes gathering dust on developers' desks. So, you know, the, the consequence of this is that prime urban sites are basically gaining value because of the, of the urgent yeah. housing. Is that not housing. engaging a little bit, sorry to cut across you, is that not yeah. engaging a little bit in whataboutery? Uh, like, the reality is housing developments <clears throat> are being held up uh, by multiple objectors uh, and they won't be happy with anything that goes into that proposed development. And it, it, whether there are other developments that could be built or not, it is slowing the supply of new houses. That's not necessarily correct because uh, sim- the simple uh, consideration about planning is that observations on planning app- applications are not binding on decisions. So basically, the, accounts, the, the local authorities have a set time frame within which they have to make a, a decision. So they do take, they either take consideration for observations that have valid uh, points or they dismiss the ones that are basically frivolous. So to say that observations are holding back housing is a complete re- misrepresentation well, of It's reality. not just observations that are holding back. I mean, there is a whole process of delay that can, and, and obfuscation that can be gone through, uh, culminating in, in legal challenges. And, and this has happened in a number of very high profile sites uh, in Dublin and other cities. I suppose that you're talking about judicial reviews. And uh, in, in this case, by October 10th or thereabouts, there had been a total of 95, just 95 judicial reviews taken against uh, uh, strategic housing developments, uh, 40 of which had been decided, 37 of which had been lost by Embor Planola, which is a 93% loss rate. So this doesn't mean NIMBYism in some, is somehow winning. It actually means that Ambor Planola has been making bad judgment on 93% of their SHD decisions. So just to be very clear, people don't just take judicial reviews for the crack. This is a, a complete misrepresentation. And I think... No, they don't take it for the crack, but some of them take it because they don't want anything in their backyard. That is the reality. Well, that's actually not the reality. And uh, the, the reality is that uh, I'm pretty sure that the majority of people want to see homes built but people but, but people I have to put it to you they don't that's the they they in general want to see homes built but not if it means in their area not if it means more traffic in their like I can think of developments I've seen there was one in Castleknock a few years ago a really <coughs> modest development every local politician in the place objected to it all the local residents objected to it it was a really modest well designed development I couldn't I, I looked at this inside out upside down. I couldn't see one reason for objecting to it. Close to public transport, close to the M50 um, and yet there was huge objections to it. 
without without knowing the specifics of of the project that you're referring to, I would say that while there is definitely going to be the case where people are going to be making observations that have no no merit, I do, I don't disagree that there's going to be observations that have no merit. The reality of it is that what we're facing right now is not a crisis of nimbyism. So we that and and I think that that's something that we need to be specifically and perfectly clear. So what I I think what what this means is that it politically if any political party wants to survive the next political cycle, they need to cop on and move away from the nimby yimby narrative. It's a false dichotomy. And we need to engage in the problem of housing with the necessary nuance. Uh, and we actually need to become very disciplined uh, in the way that we talk about housing instead of finger pointing while actually being, just remaining subservient to an undisciplined market, which is exactly well, what's happening. Yeah, I mean, a reasonable point. But is it finger pointing or is it just actually stating the reality? But I mean, I, again, I, to, another high profile example is the, uh, the St. Anne's Park uh, in, in, in Clontarf. A lot of objections from locals in that area. Now, we can, we can argue about whether or not they're justified or not. But I, I've seen politicians... Uh, tweeting their objection uh, to to those plans before they've even seen the latest plans. Okay, well, I think that that's, again, that's a very specific site and that's a very specific project. And while, again, I do understand that, that, that we're coming from uh, a point where politicians have, uh, in in many ways, and, and I think rightly, uh, have gathered observations to submit to, to planning, planning permissions, I think that, that we have to uh, talk about observations on a very specific basis. So while, for example, a site that is not supposed to be developed or, or was not uh, uh, desired to be developed by the local authority is then being proposed to be a rezone for, uh, for housing that might be completely unaffordable, like that, that's definitely something that we, have to, uh, that we have to consider. And the reality is that it, it's not just about building whatever housing not any home will will magically bring prices down and it's not a simple thing of uh supplying supplying enough uh top end apartments that will magically trickle down uh affordable homes to the people who, in lower incomes you have to build in affordability into developments and the reality that's not the case of what's yeah, happening today yeah you also do have to build though and there are like is the reality not that the truth is somewhere between what you're saying and what Michal Martin uh, has said, that actually, you know, in some cases, there are justifiable reasons for objecting to developments or the wrong type of development or, or so on. But in, in also, in some cases, people just object because they don't want the hassle uh, of a new development in their area. If somebody uh, submits an observation on a planning application to object because they don't want hassle or because they, or whatever, if, they, if it's a frivolous observation, it will not have a binding uh, uh, co- consideration in, in the decision. And I think that's what we need to be perfectly clear about. Will people put in observations to say, I don't want housing, it's really ugly, or I don't I want know. housing they're, they're in my too clever to They're too clever to do that. They're not well, going to do it as bluntly as that. They'll come up with all sorts of reasons. They'll fabricate reasons. I don't think that's a, that's a fair representation of reality. Here's, here's my, my, my kind of take on, on solutions, because I, I, I really want to think about a future where we actually are talking about housing with, with solutions at hand. First of all, in this kind of conversation that we're having is we have to reject the false NIMBY-YIMBY dichotomy just outright. We have to okay. reject that dichotomy. Okay, you've made that point. And, okay. and your second point? Number two, 
Scrap lower design standards allowed for build-to-rent developments, which means SPPR7 and SPPR8, which the Minister for Housing has already said that he's going to do. But we actually also have to scrap all specific planning policy requirements, which is uh, a recommendation, not just my own, but the Irish Planning Institute has sent a letter to Minister Burke to say this is a, this is a way forward. We need to bite the bullet and issue compulsory sales order for size with dormant grants of planning because we need to focus again on what okay. the problem is, right. size with grants of planning that are gathering dust. Alfonso, we'll have to leave it there. Alfonso Benilla, Director of Moto Architects. Thanks indeed for talking to News Talk Breakfast. Let us know your take. 52106 at a cost of 30 cent. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.